Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Ebony Griffin. I want to start by thanking you for listening. I am really in season two. This is like the 11th episode. And I'm just so grateful to be able to share with you. And I'm grateful that you are listening. Uh, For anyone that's new to the podcast, I'll give you a little bit about me. I work as a lawyer. I'm a mental health therapist. But more importantly, I am a lover of God. I'm new to podcasting and my goal for creating this was so that I could use small talk and um, brief discussions about the Bible to encourage people to think about their engagement with God and with others. And from time to time, I have the pleasure, the distinct pleasure to interview a lot of wonderful people and, and those individuals have have a connection with the Lord and they have used their faith to really take advantage of life experiences. So it's been great to talk to those individuals. So with that being said, again, I thank you and I want to go ahead and get started with this episode. Now, when people think of followers of God or Christians, They think of rule followers. They think of rules, frankly, a lot of rules. They think, hey, that's all, being being a Christian is, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then they also think of robots. They they really think that Christians are robots, um, that they're not living their life, that they're not happy. Um, However, when you read the Bible, you can see that that is so far from the truth. As we are all made by God, whether Christian or not, to have free will. Uh, the interesting thing is that God does not force following him. He does not force religion or mind control. But what he does and what he desires is an intentional decision to be, a relate, to be in relationship with him as our Heavenly Father. He wants connection and he desires connection. And because of that connection, you don't mind following what is in the Bible. You don't mind following the things that have been laid out, the guidelines that have been laid out. Um, But, you know, the decision to believe in Christ and to follow God, it really does come with adversity. In um, the book of John, chapter 15, verse 8, Jesus tells his disciples, If the world hates you, know that they hated me before they hated you. If the world hates you, know that they hated me first. That's basically what Jesus is telling those disciples and in essence telling us. Please listen. This decision to be a Christ follower is not for the faint. There is an average of 13 Christians killed for following Jesus daily. That's nearly 400 people a month. That's almost 4,000, 5,000 people a year. 
and this study was done in 2018 so this is 2021 so just imagine how those numbers have increased in 2019 fellow believers in nigeria were beheaded they their heads were chopped off because they were followers of jesus and this year the open doors organization has reported that in january that the total number of martyrs, that means people who actually were killed and murdered because of their commitment to Jesus, was estimated to be over 4,700. Now that was in January. Currently in India, there is tension that ranges from church attacks to murders against Christians. And in Afghanistan, after the removal of the U.S. presence, known Christians are being targeted, they're being pursued, and they're being killed. And lastly, in Pakistan, in June of this year, there was an abduction, a kidnapping, of a 13-year-old girl who was Christian. She was raped, she was forced to convert, and she was forced to marry. Okay, so listen, brothers and sisters, the persecution of Christians is real and it's on the rise. And this faith is not for the faint at heart. From the beginning of time in biblical days, it has been about walking in boldness for the cause and not folding like a pancake in fear. If you have ever wanted to know how to be bold you must you must you must you must you must read the book of acts that entire book is filled with the newer disciples and they are filled with the disciples that followed and that were with jesus is filled with the day in a life and the experience of those disciples i mean the hardships and the struggles that they face it talks about their arrest it talks about their beatings it talks about their deaths okay um and we're going to start we're going to start with the new testament specifically right now stephen in acts chapter 7 verse 54 through 60 stephen is said to be so full of faith that he was doing great signs and wonders for God. And he was doing so much of that that he was stoned to death. Okay, they didn't want that. All right, Peter and John, other disciples, were arrested several times. According to Acts chapter 4, verse 3, it says they laid hands on them the authorities laid hands on them and they put them in custody meaning they were arrested and then i'll paraphrase paraphrase this part and when they let them go they continued to tell people about jesus they taught and they healed people so much so that the authorities forbid forbid them from saying the name of Jesus because the leaders were so afraid that their message would spread like wildfire amongst the people. And you know what Peter and John told the leaders? This is verse 19 of chapter 4 of Acts, verse 19. They said to the, to the authorities, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you 
more than God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Basically, what they told them is, listen, I don't care what you say, okay? That's for you to think about what if it's right or should somebody listen or not but what we gonna do because we have seen and heard of jesus we gotta tell people we can't shut up we gotta keep this thing going we gotta spread this word okay so they let them know they were walking in boldness when they were talking to their leaders they were not fearful they were not backing down they were walking in boldness so saul is another person in the bible he is renamed paul and in the new testament saul actually went through some things as paul but as saul he was a person that was beating and persecuting and killing christians he was killing christians but that was until god changed his heart once god touched his heart there was a about face in regards to his actions and he went on to do some very great things. In fact, if you read the the book, the New Testament, that more than half of the New Testament is written by Paul. And that just shows you, it's a testament to what the Holy Spirit can do through someone's life. This is a sidebar that no matter what you did in the past, that you can be great in God's eyes if you allow him to use you okay now i didn't i didn't know i was gonna say that but i needed to get that out so anyway paul did some great things uh, but i love what he says in romans chapter 8 verse 35 through 39 and i'm going to read this for you he says who shall separate us from the love of christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword verse 36 as it is written for your sake we are killed all day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter verse 37 yet in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us verse 38 for i am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us, us, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Now that, listen, that to me just gives me so much encouragement because it is just letting us know that no matter what is going on around us, no matter what we see on the news, no matter what we hear from others, no matter how bad it gets or looks around us, that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing. And that we are more than conquerors. That no matter what, the devil can't separate us. Death can't separate us. Life can't separate us. Principalities and powers cannot separate us. Life, nor height, nor death cannot separate us from the love of God. Okay? And so that just gives all of us, it should give you some encouragement as well. Like Paul and Peter, many of these early disciples, they went to jail. Like I said, they were beaten repeatedly and they were killed. These people were, they were like beheaded. They were, you know, uh, crucified sideways, backwards, all kind of stuff. They went through some things. 
okay, for their faith and for their beliefs, okay? So the decision that they had to to really endure, they had to make a decision. They had to say, hey, you know, we are walking with this Jesus that we, we knew. We are walking with this Jesus that we heard about. And that decision, my brothers and sisters, to follow God, again, it is not for cowards. It is not for doubt-filled individuals. So how did these early followers get to be so bold? With all of that coming against them, how were they able to stand? How did they get so bold? Well, number one, they were committed to the decision. They committed to the decision to follow God. Now, that is going to be difficult for some of us because some of us cannot commit to anything, okay? These individuals were so committed that there was nothing that you could say to to deter them or to have them turn away because they knew what life was before and they were not going back to that they were committed to this faith number two they prayed specifically they prayed for boldness they saw and they heard what happened to jesus and they knew that it was a strong possibility that it was going to happen to them this they knew that it wasn't going to be a cakewalk they knew that every day was not going to be happy happy joy joy they knew that times could get hard and they stood on that with prayer acts chapter 4 verse 28 through 31 and i'll read it from the king james version verse 28 says and they were praying of course like i said earlier praying and they they went to god and they said to do whatever we praying to do whatever your hands and your purpose determines before to be done Verse 29, now, Lord, look on your hands. Look at these threats that we're facing. God, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Verse 30, by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Verse 31, which is one of my favorites. And when they prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Okay, so what did those individuals do again? So to be bold, they were committed to to God they were committed to their decision to follow Christ and then number two they prayed and then number three they stood strong with no wavering these people recognize that their assignment like our assignment to this day is to tell people about the good news of Christ the good news that he has created for your life your life experiences you have been charged i have been charged to share that with others okay and then what else did they do the last thing that they did was they trusted the holy spirit to allow them and to guide them in their decision making they trusted the holy spirit would make them bold and and that boldness would allow them to do to do great things so i discussed boldness in this episode partially because your walk to the church altar down the church aisle was not a game my walk was not a game 
This decision to be a Christian requires strength and endurance. Despite what you have thought or the things that you have been taught about Christianity, you will have to fight. You will have to stand strong. You will have to fight. You will have to, like in my day, they would say, go hard in the paint for this faith. And what that really means, going hard in the paint, means that you gave it all you got. You gave it all you had. You you were doing this. You did this walk with blood, sweat, and tears. You gave it every single thing that you had. Okay? So now, we let me just set this straight we are not expected to do anything on our own as far as boldness in fact it is honestly speaking it is so difficult to really stand and be bold especially during like perilous and dangerous times i mean that really when it when the times are hard when you know the rubber hits the road really that is the time where our deepest fears are our deepest fears are basically evoked. That's a time where the vulnerabilities and weaknesses show, you know, on our part when we're doing it on our own. But in order to do this walk, in order to do this in faith, in order to stand on this word with boldness, we have to pray like those individuals did in the upper room. And we have to believe that the gift of the Holy Spirit will be upon us and that boldness will come upon on us as well. And that boldness will give us the fight and the power and the strength to be able to share no matter what, to walk this walk no matter what. So the topic today is really something to ponder. It's something to really ruminate on and think about. My hope is that you remember this when you're faced with life challenges, that when life gets real difficult for you and, you know, when you're pressed, when you feel real hard pressed and when unexpected targets from the devil come your way, that you take authority and you stand boldly for God against the devil. So the big thought is... The word in Revelation specifically tells us, Revelations 12 and 11, that those who overcame did so by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And it reads that they did not love their life unto death. Now I'm going to paraphrase this and read it again. Revelations 12 verse 11 those that overcame adversity, those that overcame suffering, those that overcame persecution, those that overcame attacks, they did so by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life unto death. That means that they were so trusting in the Lord and they were so committed to this faith and sharing the word that they did so even unto death. So the question is, how committed are you? Are you committed to stand on what you know about God, even if it kills you? Are you committed to to talk and to say the word and the good news of the Lord, even if you're jailed, even if you're beaten, if, even if you're persecuted? Like I said, this walk, this walk is not for the faint. There will be harassments, there will be attacks, there will be persecution, and it will be possibly death. 
But what you know is that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you if you're a follower of Christ. What you know is that that Holy Spirit, that same Holy Spirit will give you the power to stand and be bold regardless of what life challenges are. So in the end, what I want to do is I want to pray that prayer from Acts chapter 4 verse 28 through 31 on us. I want to pray it on us so that we have that boldness. Heavenly Father, we declare and decree that we do whatever the Lord's hand and purpose determines before us to be done. Lord, grant each one of us all the boldness, all the boldness, God, so that we can speak your word. And may we heal others. May we do miracles. May we do signs and wonders through our hands may miracles signs and wonders come through our hands god father may we be filled with the holy spirit and do bold acts when directed by god in the name of the holy servant jesus we pray amen 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 and amen again so um as always like i really really love sharing these small talks with you um, it's been a pleasure to do it, and I'm happy that you're listening. I'm Ebony Griffin. I'm your host of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. Until next time, good people. Small Talk Big Thoughts, Big Thoughts. Small Talk Big Thoughts, Big Thoughts. Small